We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 107 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I have been around the video game industry for a very long time. You know me from places like Pixelkin and IGN. Regina, who is our other resident mom, unfortunately will not be joining us today because she's at the beach. But you know what? I, I don't blame her for that. I think if I was at the beach, I would uh, cancel the podcast <laughs> as well. So. Um, I do blame her. <laughs> I blame her 100%. (laughs) You know what? We get like a month of like really nice weather up here. So taking advantage of it is always a good thing. Um, So, so yeah. So, but as you heard, uh, obviously Stephen is still here. (laughs) Stephen Dutzman, who is editor and founder of EngageFamilyGaming.com and the father of three kids. Hi, Stephen. Hi. You can't get rid of me. I'm like, I'm like a bad fungus. (laughs) Oh, man, that is not a pleasant thing to imagine. I'm like that dude from Battleborn, you know, like that mu- that that mushroom dude. You know what I'm talking about, the, the yes. mushroom ninja. Yeah. I'm like that guy because, uh, interesting enough, Battleborn in the news yes. this week. Yes, so, it is. Um, it's a, so that was like what we call in the radio biz a tease because we're talking so but it's a subtle tease right it's kind of meta because you really have to know your stuff yes to talk about it but yeah I'm like I'm like a ninja fungus <laughs> with like those kunai things and stuff you know oh what I mean? yeah <laughs> you, know what you even you even know what I'm saying you're like wow Steve <laughs> I'm with you all right so uh, how are you uh, I'm okay I'm trying to think if there's been any crazy parenting things going on. Um, one thing, um, which I, I very much, I'm glad that I got a a video of, even though you can't really see what's going on because all the light bulbs are burned out in our rec room. We need to, you know, make those, uh, we need to change those because they're over stairs and that makes it very dangerous. Uh, but anyhow, so Anna was downstairs watching, uh, Netflix, Netflix or Amazon, whichever one, uh, on the Xbox and it, it, you know, it stopped. Uh, and said it needed an update so she got really upset so I was sitting upstairs at my computer and I heard her just sort of whining crying the xbox needs an update so as soon as I heard her I'm like whipped out my phone started recording because I knew she was going to keep doing it um so yeah so uh but you know there was an update this morning when I logged on to start playing fallout 4 you know what I wanted to cry too because I don't have a lot of time to play games. And if I sit down to play one and I have to wait half an hour for an update, it's kind of a pain in the neck. But anyhow, so. So, yeah, so that was the funny thing that happened this week. What else happened? Um, our praying mantises, or mantids, I think it's mantids is the uh, the plural way to say that, uh, are doing well. You are Good. Yeah, we're down to two. Um, there are two that have actually survived and are growing, which, you know... Out of how, how many? Who knows? They, the egg sacs contain anywhere from 50 to 250, um, which I know if we had a That's ton... That's a wide range. Yeah, we had a, a ton of them. Uh, we had two egg sacs, and we had a ton of them hatch. But, like, if only two survive, like, I understand why they lay so many eggs. Uh, so... So yeah, but that's fun. I got they, to see one. They wolf. kill each other, right? Yeah, they kill each other, and also they just—they're tiny. So like most of the times, birds would be able to snatch them up. 
right away because they're teeny, teeny, yeah. tiny uh, when well, they're born. Well, hopefully not in your... Oh wait! Do you did you already release them? No, no, we're keeping these two in a in a habitat, which is the original habitat we use for the butterflies um, that we grew. Okay. So we're planning to keep these two, um, but I saw one molting last night, and I didn't even know that they molted. Um, so that was that was pretty cool because like I said to my uh, my husband, I'm like, he looks really weird sort of hanging there and I was worried that like his leg was stuck or something or other but then like I came back 10 minutes later and the little skin thing was hanging from the top and the pragmatist was over about a couple inches I'm like oh so that's what happened so fun fact I learned last night was that praying mantises molt <laughs> so yeah. yeah like like a lot of hard-shelled insects yes yes um so yeah so that's that's us Anna's being uh not bad at all kindergarten is coming up which is you know a little freaky um all the construction uh this is the reason why we didn't record last week is because there was construction going on right behind my house and we didn't think that the audience would enjoy the sound of a jackhammer (laughs) during the whole time that i am talking i don't know man (laughs) i think people might have been cool with it so Uh, but that's all done now they were actually just um repaving the street but they were ripping it up in the process before they paved it. So that's all done now, uh, which is nice uh, because it really freaked my dog out. So <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad that it's over. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, we go ahead. We didn't have anything. We didn't have anything particularly interesting either. Although uh-huh. my oldest is very excited to go back to school in a couple of weeks, that's which cool. I am freaked out by. <laughs> so you're, we're just going to have to, I don't know. We'll just have to deal with that when yeah. we get there. You know, He's going to middle school. Yeah. So. You know, when I was younger, I, I, you know, around the, between the ages of like 10 and 14 or whatever, I was uh, eager to go back to school as well. So it's not that weird. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's get into some news then. Um, so there are lots of little pieces of news, not a lot of huge things, but tons of little pieces. So the first thing we're going to talk about is that Valve has just announced um, a game called Artifact, which is a card game based on Dota 2. And you're probably doing what I did before I even started reading the story and like, oh, God, this is another Hearthstone knockoff. But it doesn't sound like it is, um, which makes sense, because I think Valve is smart enough to not go down that path. Um, because none of the other ones has really caught on the way that Hearthstone is. Um, so we don't know exactly what it is, but there's a story on Polygon that says, like, it's going to involve sort of building, like, uh, sort of like the, 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 um, the playing field for, for Dota. So you've got lanes and you've got bases and all that kind of stuff, which means it could be, it could be really interesting and maybe a lot more complicated. Um, but I've never played a card game that's sort of like they're saying. Steven, have you played a c- card games that are like that? No, um, okay. but uh, cards are, I mean, it's just a delivery mechanism for gameplay junk. So, I mean, whatever. If we're going to build our own, it, it feels to me kind of like um, Crash Royale or Clash Royale, okay. um, which was a card-based MOBA-ish thing. Um, if they're going to make a Dota Clash Royale, type thing mm-hmm. um i mean it millions millions upon <laughs> millions of people will play it i mean the reality is dota 2 is the biggest game in the world right like uh except for maybe league of legends maybe bigger uh, one of the two it's one of 
the, uh, one of the top two, yeah. if not the best, right? Like, this game is huge. It's multinational. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I knew that Valve was probably never going to make another video game again, except one of these. Because mm. um, if they tie the ecosystem for this in with Dota, yeah. I mean, the sky's the limit. Hey, play your daily match and we'll give you, you know, do that for, play your daily match and do that for a month and we'll give you a skin. Hmm. Yeah. Instantly, they have millions of players in their ecosystem that are just kind of farming and some of them will play to, you know, I mean, they could absolutely do it because we know they can because Blizzard is doing it right now. Yeah. I mean, we all know how many people played through the opening 20 levels in WoW to get a, you know, uh, a dude in Hearthstone. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, how many people played their Hearthstone matches so they could get their mount in WoW? This is, they saw what Blizzard did and they're yeah. like, hey, we could do that because we have a game that's bigger than World of Warcraft yeah. ever was. Yeah. Um, so it's going to make a ton of money. Um, if you are listening to this and you like to hear things or see things that are kind of embarrassing, <laughs> uh, look up the video um, and you can find it on YouTube very easily. Um, look up TI7. Artifact card game announce or something like that. Now, yeah. don't look for the official clipped video. I want you to look for one that was shot on a cell phone <laughs> from the arena. And the reason that I say that is, that is TI sells out the Seattle where the Seattle Supersonics used to play. Yeah. Well, it doesn't sell it out, but it, yeah. it is there. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who, who maybe, year. you know, don't know, that's the international, which is the huge yeah. Dota tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So. They, they don't sell it out anymore. It's about half full because mm-hmm. they doubled the prices. Yeah. Go figure. You, you double the price. You still have as many tickets. Wah, wah. Um, <laughs> but so right before the last match of the night, they came out and were like, we're going to make a big game announcement. Yeah. Don't worry. It is not about Dota 2. And everybody freaked out because Valve was making a game announcement. And absolutely, the International is their E3. Yeah. So it makes total sense. They could announce. If they announce Half-Life 3 there or something stupid, yeah. I could totally imagine it. It's yeah. Valve. Yeah. With that said. Uh, they came out and announced Artifact, and the the range of emotion within a 12-second video, you know, it's like, hype, 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 dude finishes the sentence, and it's 60,000 people going, ah, all at once. <laughs> because it's not what anyone wanted. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that people won't play it. And I think right. that that's, you know, like, a lot of people are going to just get crazy negative on Artifact um, first off, I think it's a great name. Mm, yeah. I think it's a cool name. It's simple. It's easy to remember. Um, it's not some crazy, I mean, man, it's not, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's yeah. a great name. We know that these guys are good at taking a, a core gameplay concept and iterating on it. Mm-hmm. Dota 2 is big because it was Dota, right? Like they yeah. built on that. These are talented game designers that are good at making free-to-play games. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the core things about Dota is that, you know, you can make your own skins and, like, sell them on their marketplace and stuff. Yeah. You could totally... I mean, if if you could... I, I could tell you right now, if I could make EFG-branded card backs, <laughs> you know, with, like, our logo on it and sell them in the marketplace on Blizzard, I absolutely would do it, even yeah. if I was the only one that bought it, right? Like, right. So, the, the the being able to do that, just tie it all together. Yeah. I mean, it's... I think it's... I think it has a lot more possible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So uh, we don't know when we're going to be hearing more about that. Um, they said very vaguely that there's going to be a release date um, in 2018. However, that is it, a 
closed or a closed beta. Yeah, a probably. closed beta. This yeah. This is gonna be one of those things. Is isn't Dota technically still in beta? Um. <laughs> Or is it, it like out yet? It might be. Those <laughs> those free to play games are have been in beta sort of forever, and I don't think anybody has actually switched to say this is a full release. Um, so those 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 terms don't mean anything anymore, um, except for like your traditional box games. Um, yeah. So um, so, but apparently, its Twitter account is live, so you can go follow them on Twitter if you want to hear everything that's going on with that game. Um, so what's... I will do that right now. It's play artifact, by the way. Okay, cool. So what Stephen was, yeah, what Stephen was hinting about earlier is that Gearbox, um, who is the developer of Battleborn, uh, they're testing out a new game, which is going to be a one-on-one shooter slash meets card game. So, um, so it'll be interesting to see how this happens. I was trying to read the, um, there's not a lot of description about what the card game is going to be. Um, and full disclosure, my husband worked on this game, but it sounds a whole heck of a lot like what Microsoft or what 343 did with the Blitz mode on um, Halo Wars 2, uh, which is very, it's, it's, card, it's card driven, but it still has your regular uh, RTS gameplay. So, yeah. um, so I'm wondering if that, would, if that is what it is. They, they don't say you know, in this article, again, on Polygon is where I'm reading this. They don't say for sure what it's going to be, but uh, there's a beta that you can get on in now, right? I think I said that. Uh, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Um, so right, I'm going to go sign up for it. Yeah. So right now it's known as Project 1v1. Um, if you want to do a search for it, maybe get into the beta. Um, so yeah, so card games, games, card games everywhere. <laughs> But they've been yeah. they've been coming out everywhere. I mean, since you know, what was it like a year ago? When was it that the? I think it was just like about a year ago where everybody was sort of jumping on the bandwagon. Um, yeah, yeah. So I just I am still like the Star Wars one hasn't come out yet, and I'm waiting for uh, that. Right. I think EA might have tabled it, but man, when that I am every time I, I don't know why it's not out yet. I don't know why they haven't like stopped making Madden. To make that game, because a Star Wars themed card game, Mm-mm-mm. yeah, because Battlefront wasn't even really all that good, and it sold them like a billion copies. Yeah, so like a Star Wars free to play card game, like come on, there's a there's a Star Wars thing right now that makes lots of money where all you do is just every twelve hours you open a pack of cards. Yeah, and you don't do anything with them; you just collect them. Yeah, and that That's sells cool. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'm still, uh, I'm still at the point where I don't know if I can fit another, another card game into my repertoire, having so little time <laughs> to play. Uh, anyhow, um, so yeah, so that's happening. Um, Res Infinite, which uh, is the really neat, cool music-ish game, uh, which has been uh, PS4 exclusive with um, VR. Uh, capabilities is no longer a PS4 exclusive. You can now get it as a PC, you can buy it on Steam, and you can use your uh, HTC Vive or your Oculus Rift to do the VR stuff. So, so that's pretty cool. I wonder how many companies and games are actually going to be doing that, like you know, the multi-platform thing. So, um, Res is cool. Have you played Res, Stephen? No. No. It's it's pretty cool. You you could totally play it because you don't get motion sickness like I do. But um, 
especially the VR thing. It's just a really sort of cool visual things happen on the screen based on what the what the music sounds like and yeah, it's hard to explain, but it's really really cool. Um, and so yeah, you can play it on PC now, which is awesome. Uh, let's that's see. One, that's one way to expand your audience. Yeah, I know, exactly. Um, let's see what else is going on. It's the Summer Games 2017, which means Overwatch is bringing out some new skins. And uh, yeah, they are. What do you think the of Dad? These? Okay, Dad 76 <laughs> is the best skin in the history of Overwatch. <laughs> okay. Like no questions. Like, I mean, so have you seen the videos with the skins? I didn't look at the videos, but I'm looking at the top image on Polygon, which is like a dude in a, like a Hawaiian flower shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Soldier 76. <laughs> okay. So the joke is that people call him dad oh, because he's okay. like old, right? And so they put him in a Hawaiian shirt. He's wearing cargo shorts and he's wearing socks with sandals. <laughs> um, nice. And his, his, the front of his, uh, uh, apron says raise the stakes spelled S-T-E-A-K-S which is absolutely a dad joke pun um, he has beer cans where his grenades usually would be on his arm um, attached to his apron he has uh, oh I see it uh, now tongs he has tongs and a, spatula. and a spatula that are like military grade and if you look at his gun it, it appears to be for shooting barbecue sauce. Um, and at the end of it, it has a salt container attached, and it says A hyphen salt rifle. So it's assault rifle, oh, if you get what I'm saying. Yes. So it is brilliant. I love it. Um, <laughs> they have some other, you know, hol- there are some other, you know, Olympic-themed skins. A lot of the ones from last year are back. Uh-huh. So... The one that was uh, Zarya that looks like my ex-girlfriend, that's in there. Um, you know, a lot of the ones where they're repping their home countries are back, which is cool. Yeah. Um, you know, like we, I never re- – and they're lowered they're, – they're easier to get this time than they uh. were before. Um, so, like, we never bought Diva's Korea skin. So, last night uh-huh. we just went and bought it because yeah. uh, my son plays Diva. So, you know, some of those are neat. Um, the one it, of uh, Widowmaker is aggressively sexual. Okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, she's just not wearing a lot of clothes, um, but I mean, what are you gonna do? Um, the uh, but Mercy as the uh, like goddess of vic- like the victory goddess or whatever right. is is pretty awesome. Also, uh, I mean, these are fun. Lucio Ball is back, but yeah. now not only do they have Lucio Ball, but they have competitive Lucio Ball, where <laughs> if you do Lucio Ball very well. Then uh, you earn uh, actual competitive points that you can use huh. to buy things like certain skins or golden weapons, etc. Yeah. Which I think is super cool. Uh, it runs until August 28th. I have already apologized to my wife for the amount of Overwatch that I will have to play because I must have <laughs> that seventy Soldier 76 skin. Like, I can't not have it. <laughs> yeah. And then I will only use that skin forever. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is pretty awesome. Um, this, is that, just you, blizzard, this is blizzard. This is hotness. And you were pointing out all those little details. I'm like looking at the picture and like, oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's this pretty awesome. Um, what does it is the the socks and the sandals? Right. Like, they that's didn't. Like, have, they didn't have that in the picture. Polygon didn't have that in their picture. Um, oh, it's so, so good. Yeah. Um, okay. So, like you said, through the 28th. 
Stephen? 28th of August. So the entire month, pretty much. Yeah. You got three weeks. Yeah. Use them wisely. <laughs> um, all right. So other news here. No Man's Sky is getting another update. Um, this, is about, this is a year, almost a year anniversary of No Man's Sky original yeah. release. Um, so this new update is called Atlas Rises. It's going to do a bunch of things. Uh, one of the things they say that it's going to do is move the story, make the story more important. Um, and I didn't even, sure. like, I had to think. I'm like, what, what is the story here? Oh, right. It's to get to the center of the galaxy, which isn't really a story. It's a goal. Um, well, so- that's why they had to update it, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> that's what patches are for. <laughs> Uh, okay, so anyhow, so there's some type of story. Um, but another thing that they're adding in, which makes me be like, okay, maybe I could try this now, is the ability to quick travel between locations um, yeah. by setting up portals. Because that was the thing about No Man's Sky. Like, it, you know, it's cool or whatever, but it takes forever to get to, from one place to the other. It takes forever to walk there on planets. It takes forever to fly yeah. between planets. So, um, so that's, that's very, um, good to hear. So I might actually, maybe, you know, I'm kind of in a lull a little bit, although I just started Fallout 4, um, but I might, uh, try No Man's yeah, Sky. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> going to be busy with that one for a little while. Yeah. Um, you know, the more I think about it, like, I think they, they were even talking about No Man's Sky having a sale. Oh. Um, so I think it might actually be on sale right now. Mm. Um, so let me, I'm checking right now. Oh, no, it's not. Well, it is actually. It is. It's it's on sale 60% off right now. Oh, wow. So it's digitally, it's 24 bucks. That's not a bad price. Um, on P- And that's through the PSN. On Steam, my understanding is during the Steam sale for summer, it was like 7 bucks. Oh, okay. Um, the, so my wife and I and the family, because my sons want to play this game. Yeah. My, um, like, we're waiting... <laughs> Right. For I mean, we're waiting for it to be like fifteen bucks used at oh. GameStop or something like that. Because yeah. we want it, but we don't like want to spend like an appreciable amount of money. Yeah. Um, but this is one of the games it sounds like they're just gonna keep putting out content until they can't physically do it anymore. Yeah. And even then, Sean Murray's probably just gonna code crap himself. Yeah. Um they're obviously passionate about it and it really feels like a different game. I mean you look at all these updates. Mm-hmm. Um and it was never bad. Yeah. It was just never what they promised. And that's a big problem. Yeah. You know, right? Like, had they just said, had they priced this game at $20? Yeah. Tell me if, because you bought this thing for 60 bucks. Yes. And hated every minute of it. Well, I didn't, that, I didn't hate it. It was just, well, it was okay. You, I didn't hate it. It wasn't anything ag- that was going to keep me playing. It was aggressively okay. Aggressively, yes. Okay. Right? I'll give you but that like, one. But if it was $20, mm-hmm. And they had built it as this neat exploratory zen experience. Yeah. Either A, you wouldn't have bought it. Uh-huh. Or if you did, then you'd have been like, yeah, this is cool. And maybe you play it every once in a while. Yeah. Now, obviously, like, you and I are in, like, a weird position because, you know, kids, etc. But, like, yeah. had they just built this as, like, a $25, hey, we're just going to mess around and we'll sell DLC packs every once in a while full of new junk that might be on planets that you can go revisit. Uh-huh. Like, I think this would have been, like... At, th- this would have been less of a laughing stock and more of, like, hey, that neat thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's ne- it was never going to be Minecraft. Right. Right. Like, yeah. But it could. I mean, it would do cool stuff. I don't know. I, 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 I am looking forward to the day where it is, che- where I find it cheap enough that I can buy it. Yes. 
Yeah, so in this game, a perfect example of waiting to buy things and not really yep. buying into the hype. Uh, especially for new stuff. It's a if it's a um you know, a license that you know immediately that you're gonna love, then obviously, you know, buy it on the first day or whatever. But this game is a perfect example of just waiting. Um and I think, you know, people who waited for the reviews and were like, no, 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 they you know, maybe now they will buy it. So um so yeah. So it's cool. Like I said, I might I might hop back into it a little bit. We'll see. If it has an actual story, it'll be a lot more interesting to me. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so this is a cool story. So Microsoft is going to be holding uh, game development classes at their stores. Now, not every single store. Their store in New York City and in Sydney, Australia. Um, so, yes, you could just go in and learn how to make games, <laughs> which is super cool. Um, they're calling it um, Xbox Academy. Uh, so, so yeah. So that that's that's it's kind of neat. It is neat. Yeah, I mean, um, they're definitely you know moving in the sort of community-driven type stuff because you know you, anybody can turn a uh, retail Xbox One into a dev kit um, already. So, um, so yeah. So re- going out and teaching people how to actually develop the game is pretty awesome. So, yep. um, so the courses in New York City will be happening from August 20th to September 3rd, and Sydney's courses begin on September 25th and run through October 1st. And you can register online for those classes. So uh, these, and also they're officially credited. That means that you can count them as uh, as credits for wherever you go to school, which is pretty cool as well. That is actually pretty rad. Yeah. Um, too bad it's not in more areas, but, you know, I'm actually kind of surprised that they didn't have one here in well, Seattle. I mean, <laughs> it's a pilot. Yeah, you would yeah. think in Seattle would make yeah. sense, but it's a pilot thing, you know? Yeah. Like, if it turns out to be, like, baller, yeah, then they'll, I'm sure they'll expand it. I mean, yeah. they want to make money, but they also want the good press of good games coming out of there. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I was just, it was just odd to me that it wouldn't be... In the Seattle store, I want to ask that there's more than one here. Um, but you know, having been that, like the the bulk of Microsoft's game developers are right here in Redmond, uh, including the developers on uh, Minecraft and Halo. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure why they didn't do that, but I'm sure that they have their reasons. So, uh, next up, the Nintendo World Championships are coming back. Yep. Which is super cool. Um, I agree. I, I was I was a little disappointed when I was watching the teaser that it didn't have Reggie in it because that video that they made when they brought them back in 2015 of Reggie sort of training for the, uh, yeah. the championships was just brilliant, completely hilarious. Um, so let's see. In this one, you're going to be playing Mario Kart 7 in time yep. trials. Um, and then what else here? There, there's other ones, right? That, nope. It's just, nope. It's Mario oh, Kart it's just 7. Mario Kart? Okay. The difference is you're playing, at, on for 12 and younger, you're playing as Mario on an easier course. Uh, 13 up, you're playing on a harder course with Bowser. Oh, okay. So, um, so that's cool. So it starts in, in New York City on August or October 7th. One of the other cool things is that there's going to be a Super Mario Odyssey demo coming out at the same time. 
So everything's all Nintendo that week. Yep. So we will be at the qualifier uh, in oh, yeah? uh, Bronx, New York, because it is only an hour and a half from my house. Oh, cool! By car. Didn't realize that. So yeah. August nineteenth. Uh, the plan right now, knock on wood, assuming the world doesn't explode, uh, is Engage Family Gaming. We'll be on the site. Mm. Um, and we might record a podcast, do some Facebook Lives. Um, my boys are training yeah. aggressively. Yeah. And it turns out I guess I could play too. Oh, Because yeah. I am over 13, <laughs> but I don't think I will. I don't think I will try. I'll let the boys do it. Right. There's the potential for serious embarrassment if you do. Yeah, I don't get beat by a bunch of kids, but um, I am there to support my my children, and yeah. I um, so and that will be a lot. They are certainly looking forward to it. Yeah, you know, cue the '80s training montage. Right. <laughs> so, um, so as as Stephen mentioned, their qualifiers are going to be at um, some Best Buy stores uh, beginning on August nineteenth. Uh, in New York City specifically, uh, San Jose, California, and then there are going to be a few more leading up to the event in Chicago, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, Minneapolis Dallas, Seattle, and Miami. So yeah, yeah, and then the actual uh, event hope happens on October seventh in New York City. So yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, so Minecon, which has been uh, the con for minecraft which has been held all over the world in different locations they've decided that rather than having these things all over the world that they're just going to move it to an online venue so um because you know tickets used to cost a ridiculous amount of money and you know if people wanted to go to all of them they might have to travel halfway around the world and all that kind of stuff so so now it's going to be digital um you know sort of blizzard blizzcon they they do their thing digital as well so um and you can you know pay for the swag bags that you would have gotten if you went and all that kind of stuff it just um makes things easier and doesn't leave anybody out so so that's cool. Yep. And uh, let's see. Wow, we moved through that news really fast. Steven, did Don't worry, you I got any... plenty more. Oh, okay. Oh, I okay. got plenty. Was All that right. it? That's it from me, yeah. All right. So we missed some things because we were off for a week. Right. So let me um, get us all caught up. Okay. So when I said that there was uh, that there was Battleborn news, it was yeah. not about Gearbox. It was oh, actually okay. about Battleborn. Now, how funny is this? Funny is probably the wrong word. So Lawbreakers <laughs> came out this week. Mm-hmm. You know Lawbreakers? Cliff Basinski joint? Yes. The the hero shooter that is vertical. Um, there are reports on uh, on PC Gamer and other things that uh, Lawbreaker's player count is lower than Battleborn's was at launch. Hmm. Which is very not good. Right. Um, <laughs> so uh, I thought that was interesting just because they've put a lot of marketing dollars in behind that. I mean, yeah. every show I have been to for the last year... Uh-huh. has just been straight up just lawbreakers all over the place. Um, I wish the people there well, but I think they might want to try and find something new to do. <laughs> um, I mean, Cliff Blazinski has, like, I don't care money. Yeah. Like, he really doesn't need to worry about anything ever yeah. again. But Cliff would be, um, you know, like, make, her, make a real shooter, I guess. Because uh, people <laughs> are uh, not super excited about it. Now, maybe it could take off. But I think this is a bad year to put out a competitive shooter, I think, mm. uh, because everyone just wants to play uh, pub, uh, PUBG. 
mm. player on no battlegrounds. Yeah. So um, I think that's probably eating some of their lunch. It has to, I think. Yeah. Because um, Overwatch is just Overwatch, but you know, who's gonna leave that? So that is one thing that I thought was at least funny that I wanted to mention. But as far as like real news, yeah. the creator of Spelunky, along with five additional indie game uh, developers is releasing a game called UFO 50. Um, this is actually a collection of 50 NES-style games mm. um, that are made by various developers. Um, there is It's a collection um, and will include things like games that are similar to Super Dodgeball, Contra-like platformers, tower defense games, a couple RPGs, an open-world driving game, a box push puzzler, etc., and also a, a golf game. Um, it's coming out at some point. Um, some of the developers that are included in that is the person that made Downwell. Mm. Um, there is a video on YouTube. Uh, cool. So look up UFO 50, and you'll see that it's coming in 2018. Um, this looks like it has the potential to be really cool. Because, yeah. you know, I love collections of smaller games. Um, and so I am 100% down. The pictures, I mean, it looks like this is stuff that would be on a an NES. Mm -hmm. um, maybe ignoring some of the limitations like colors, sprites, etc. Yeah. But it looks pretty rad. I'm down. Cool. Um, so uh, that is another piece of news. Speaking of Fallout 4... <laughs> Um, Gen Con is in two weeks. Yeah. So um, the uh, Fantasy Flight Games has announced a Fallout competitive board game. Oh. Um, I had to talk to my friend about that. That's who she works for at the cons. She works. Fantasy wait, you have Flight. a friend for? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. She wait, wait, hold on. wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. How long have How long have we been friends? Um, a while. Two? So a hundred. So let's say like seventy-five episodes, maybe. Okay. <laughs> so seventy-five episodes of gaming with the moms, and you just now decide to tell me, the guy who runs a board game review site, that you know someone that works for Fantasy Flight. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know how big they were. Like I know that she, she goes to all the cons and she reps for them. She doesn't like work for them like day to day. She just does stuff um, at the different cons. But yeah, no, I, I mean, I uh, editor to the EFG um, community almost as, as soon as I went on there. Um, but I guess I failed to mention that it was Fantasy Flight that she works for. Um, and she's not on Facebook a lot, so <laughs> that's why you haven't heard from her. Um, but anyhow, yes, yes, Stephen. Okay, so Fantasy, <laughs> Fantasy Flight is big. Okay. Um, let me tell you what fan Fantasy Flight I think is like the Bethesda mm. of board games. I think that's safe to put that in there. They're not one of the biggest names, but yeah. they put out lots of big, meaty stuff. Uh -huh. um, and they specialize in like big games. Um, they have like, yeah, they're crazy good. Um, they have the Star Wars license. Yeah. They did a Game you of know, Thrones kind of one too. Yeah. Uh, they have the, they're the yeah. people who do the Game of Thrones living card game, which I'm sure you have seen. Yes. Yes. So they so they have a, so they have Fallout Four. It's fine. I will forgive you your transgressions because I, had, I like you a lot. I had no idea um, that they were as big. So okay, they're yeah. huge. <laughs> this is a big deal. So anyway, um, so Fallout is so so it, you choose one of five waste walkers, um, and you go on quests, and basically it is you're playing Fallout. Uh huh. But it's on a board game form. I think it is. It looks pretty neat. Got lots of nice little pieces. Um, 
it is tentatively priced around $60, which mm. is actually not super bad for yeah. a Fantasy Flight game. Uh, they sell Star Wars Rebellion, which is over $100 yeah. retail. Um, so it looks kind of neat. Uh, very, It's like hex-based. I, I, we don't know a lot of details about it, yeah. um, but I'm down. Yeah. Um, they made an XCOM game. They, they're doing a lot with some of the bigger video game franchises. Um, what I'm excited about this is maybe they'll do a Skyrim one now. Oh, um, yeah. I would buy that. I would buy the crap out of that. Yeah. So that's Fallout. Um, cool. Very excited about that. Um, so let's get over to um, the, we'll call this the the rest of the news. Uh, okay. Sponsored by EngageFamilyGaming.com. Okay. Um, so... Um, We'll just hammer some of it out. Dragon Quest Builders 2 was announced. Important oh, okay. note, it's coming to the Switch. Oh. Um, and the uh, last, last two pieces of news. This one's actually super rad. There is a PlayStation VR game called Moss, where you control a little mouse named oh, Will. Oh, right, 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 yes. Who, um, and there is a video online, or you can go to EngageFamilyGaming.com and find it, Um the lead animator has actually decided that instead of having Quill like squeak and pantomime, he actually decided to teach her a little sign language. Yep. Uh, so there is a high def video on my website that I would recommend that everybody go look at it of Quill saying, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Quill and it might be the most adorable thing on earth. <laughs> um, there is a preview also up on my site because that game, it looks pretty rad. I'm hoping that they drop the PSVR elements and just release it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and lastly, lastly, Lost Sphere from Tokyo RPG right. Factory has a release date, and it's a big deal for me, uh, <laughs> January 23rd. Okay. Well, that's... 2018. Yeah, that's, that's, soon. that's a decent time, you know. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Um, games with Gold and PlayStation Plus this month, not super great. Yeah. Um. We'll talk about the one gem out of all of those. I mean, okay. if you have PlayStation Plus, buy Just Cause 3. Because oh, right. I mean, yeah. that's free. I mean, it's super rad. Blow up some planes and then delete it. It's fine. <laughs> um, but the uh, Slime Rancher from Games of Gold, we'll talk about it when we talk about the games we've been playing. But okay. uh, Slime Rancher is the, is really freaking good. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, it's random. We have a video going up on YouTube. Hopefully tomorrow once I record voiceover. Nice. Because I let my middle son play it for an hour without watching, so I'm going to do my reactions. To, All right, Oh, cool. my God, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so we're, Regina's not here, so I didn't. we didn't get to have our five, ten-minute um, Game of Thrones. You didn't, but go ahead. <laughs> um, my understanding is there was a battle. <laughs> yes, there was a battle. That's what the internet told me. Um, I saw a meme that said, y'all are effed right now, and it was yes. like a dragon coming over a hill. Yes, yes. So um, this is one of the shots that were in the trailer, where you see, you know, the dragon flying over the Dothraki. Who are, and spoilers, 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 I should say that first. The dragon flying over the Dothraki is their, um, they're heading to take out the Lannisters. But yeah, so I wasn't expecting anything of this scale until, like... The latter half of the season. Yeah. It's like we are on episode four. Uh, well, just the half. You know, that's just the halfway point. And, uh, yeah, it was bigger than, than um, the Battle of the Bastards from last season. And you saw that well, battle, Stephen. I did. It's bigger like, than that. Pretty yes, impressive. Bigger than that. Like, add in a dragon 
like it's just add in a dragon add in a dragon a giant dragon and a crazy crossbow that gets shot at that dragon <laughs> it was just insane and i just, i think it's no one knew it was coming because uh you know you see their eclipse kind of leading up that make you think that um that daenerys you know the one who has the dragons is going to do something a little uh more aggressive than she has done um but Jon snow tells her she shouldn't attack cities and with the dragons because she's still more of like you know the same type of crazy ruler people that these people are used to so instead she goes after where the lannister army is which i think was very smart but there's so much suspense in that because like they have a couple of the characters like they're just talking and doing whatever and one of them's like wait do you hear that and you can hear this little subtle rumble happening so they're like oh crap something big is coming at us and like they they all line up they get their the shields going with the spears out and then then there's like there's like a good minute a half of you don't see anything uh you looking in into the direction if you don't see anything the first thing you can you can hear the dothraki screams because they make these kind of you know screamy cheery noises when they're when they're attacking um you hear those first before you see the horses come up over the hill. Uh, and then you're like, oh, the, you know, Jamie Lannister's like, we can hold them off. We can hold them off. And then it's like, dragon shriek. The dragon comes down out of the clouds and you see it coming. And then they're like, oh, crap. Yeah. So it was the first time that we've, I mean, we saw Drogon in battle uh, last season, but it was pretty much, you know, just taken out of a ship, which wasn't that big of a deal, but... Now, man, he's took out a lot of stuff. And the behind the scenes um, thing about that was actually really interesting to me because obviously you've got a dragon, you've got lots of things on fire. And at one point, the dragon just, she just goes like up like a, uh, like a path. There's like wagons and whatnot just going up a path, just hitting them all with the fire in one swoop. And so in the behind the scenes thing, you know, they really had to blow up a path of wagons and like they had to be so careful because they only get one chance at it because <laughs> they're blowing everything up. So and yep. it sh- and it showed them do that. And it was it was really amazing. They are just. Uh, yeah. But anyhow, episode four. God, I don't even <laughs> I'm just baffled at what we're going to be able to expect. Um, in these next episodes. Yeah, it was a shame. I was almost going to ask Regina if we could record this week because I'm going to have to make notes of everything I want to talk about. So, but anyhow, yes, you, uh, you can go to the Geek Embassy. We will be recording our second episode of Geek Embassy Watches Game of Thrones next week on Tuesday. Then I believe it will go live on Friday. We will be talking about episodes three, four, and five. Uh, so yeah. So, uh, OMG... I'm so excited. Um, and, uh, yeah, okay, so how long was that? Was a decent, that was a decent amount of time for <laughs> Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, yeah, we met our quota. <laughs> without Regina here. Um, she's been tagging me on Facebook and, like, every day because she finds some story <laughs> with a, a prediction I on see. it. <laughs> I see. Because... <laughs> Because I'm mutual friends with both of you. So yeah. She tags you in something. I see it. Yeah. It's been pretty funny. So I see it and I see the discussion. I read the discussions because <laughs> I'm a participant. <laughs> a participant. You're, you're a bystander. I am a bystander. Yes. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's how you guys are going to. That would be like how you guys would feel like 
when when I start tagging my wife in fantasy football stuff. You're gonna see it on, and you're gonna be like, oh, it's sports ball. So. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. You'll you'll feel the same way. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um. So I may have already watched Sunday's episode three times. Did you wait this past Sunday? This past. Did you watch the leaked one? That was the leaked one, and I watched a little bit of it when it was leaked. I couldn't help myself, <laughs> but uh, but it was really, really bad quality, and um, you had a little watermark from the uh, distribution company where it leaked from was like over like the, the, the bottom right quarter of the screen. So I watched a little bit of it as it was leaked, and then it was, I was just like, I can't see anything. I just kind of have to stop. So, so I knew a little bit of what was going to happen, and there was nothing really huge that happens in the beginning of the episode so it wasn't like i had just totally ruined my experience of like seeing that huge battle (laughs) so um but yeah so i couldn't help myself so i did watch some of it when i was leaked isaac's shaking his head at me he's like why did you do that i'm like well i can't i can't help myself really (laughs) um oh but anyhow so so there's my game of thrones freak out so let's move into um into what we're playing. Uh, as mentioned earlier a couple times, uh, I have started playing Fallout 4 because I sort of wasn't into Mass Effect Andromeda. And so far, Fallout 4 has got me more interested. I think what it is is that Mass Effect Andromeda is sort of... It can get overwhelming in the amount of things that you can do very quickly. And like you land up when you're on a space station, you have all these people that you can talk to and do little mini side quests for. And it's, it's just, it just gets to be too much fallout as you know, of the definition of the game is that it is a desolate world. So you're not bombarded with lots of people asking you lots of different things. It's, um, you know, mostly like a group of people ask you something, you do it and then, then you move on to the next one. So, so far I'm, I'm liking it. It's got a little different twist. Um, then uh fallout 3 which is cool um story-wise um and then besides that i've uh also been playing hearthstone new expansion comes out next week by the way um so be ready for that i've been saving up my gold i've been saving up my dust it comes out tomorrow is it tomorrow i thought it was next week the 10th oh i guess i gotta go get my last bit of gold and and dust (laughs) so that i can um be ready to craft whatever I need to craft um, to, to make a really yeah. cool deck, at least. Yeah, get to work. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, so I'm playing Hearthstone and um, Cooking Dash still. I'm not I'm not embarrassed about how much I play Cooking Dash. It's a lot. But you know what? Those games are awesome. The Dash games are amazing. If you haven't played one, you totally should. Um, they don't sound like they're interesting, and they maybe don't look that interesting, but boy, do they test your skill um, at time management stuff. Um, but the other thing I wanted to say about Fallout is I started playing it um, uh, at night, a couple nights ago. I think it was Isaac had been out of town for a week, and so I think yeah. I started playing it uh, before he got back. And I played it. I was going to play it for a night. I'm like, I feel okay. I'm only going to play it for like 20 minutes or half an hour. It'll be fine without taking any Dramamine or putting on my C-bands. And yet, nope, 20 minutes, and I was ready to throw up. <laughs> I wow. I have learned in, my lesson. Yeah. In Fallout? In Fallout. Well, I mean, it's first person. Um, 
which you know makes me the sick. third person Some... doesn't help yeah oh no no i uh, those games i i will not play um bethesda games in third person they just they don't play right in third person um but yeah so so you know and i actually didn't get through the entire opening sort of sequence of gameplay type thing before i started feeling sick so i'm like so th- this morning when i went down to play it i had my c bands on and and it was okay <laughs> so um so let's see uh funny thing that happened yesterday i guess this is ties into like parenting stuff a little bit is um Anna was playing um, something on the iPad. I didn't know exactly what it was. We let her sort of do that. She, she doesn't run into to bad things on the iPad very often. We deleted YouTube so that she can't, you know, randomly run into that. But she was playing, I guess she was playing Pokemon Shuffle, to my understanding. I was sitting at my computer. She was in um, our living room, which is like kind of not right right behind me, but sort of across the house a little bit. We can still hear each other. And the <laughs> blue, I hear her go, seven moves? This is terrible. I'm not playing this. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to go find out what game that was. It's just like totally unexpected to have that come out of her mouth. Um, I'm sure she hears Isaac and I say stuff like that all the time, but yeah, it was funny. So Pokemon Shuffle, a little annoying, apparently, to five-year-olds. Um, anyhow, so that's me. Stephen, what have you been playing? Um, I will admit that I was curious. So I, before I start, I want to ask, yeah. why did you decide to start play, playing Fallout 4? Uh, because I was ready for, um, I wanted, well, it's been on my list for like forever. It came out last year, last year, no, the holiday season of the previous, uh-huh. a long time ago. And I really liked Fallout 3. I never got a chance to play Fallout 4. I had a little bit of a lull in games that I really, really wanted to play. So that's why I popped on a Mass Effect Andromeda originally. And I was like, don't really care for it. Gave myself a couple week break before committing to doing like another big game and then fallout was the one because i knew that i liked fallout i loved i loved fallout 3 it was a great game and you know so uh so yeah so that's why i started it there's not a lot um coming out in the near future uh so hopefully i'll be able to make some good progress on it um before like fall stuff comes out although the new uncharted game is coming out um i think the end of this month so yes it is so that's um uncharted lost legacy yes so that'll be on my list as well um but yeah so i'm enjoying fallout 4 so far i haven't you know gotten very far in it but um but it plays like um like fallout 3 it's just got a little um uh story twist to it so so yeah so what have you been playing um I mean, I played a bunch of Overwatch um, because I did, and it's still just as good as it was when I remembered. Um, I tried a tapping game. Okay. On my phone. Okay. Um, and it was really stupid, <laughs> and I kind of regret it. Um, but I mainly only did it because I liked the license. It's called Tap Mania, so it's okay. basically wrestling themed. Oh. Um. Yeah, I know. I know. Ugh. Ugh. How are we friends? Everything I like, you hate. Um, so um, it was interesting. They advertised it, and uh, I tried it. And so the tapping games, have you seen these? They're like the clicking games, only they're tapping because you're on a mobile phone. Yeah. And basically, the idea is you start as a dude, and 
every time you tap the screen, you do a certain amount of damage. But uh-huh. the game itself also does passive damage. Uh-huh. And you can increase that by, um, you know, leveling up. So, like, as you kill monsters, you gain gold that you can spend. So, in this game, you earn money that you um, that you can use to level up your guys. And over time, you earn wrestlers to join okay. your team. Um, and I thought that was kind of neat. And then I realized that, like, it just never ends. <laughs> <laughs> Literally ever. And I was like, okay, this is a fun couple of days. Um, but, so that was interesting. Um, I If you really are looking for a cl- clicker-type game for your phone... Um, the tap mania is at least somewhat interesting. What's weird is the game just came out two weeks ago and it's already out of date regarding like, you know, uh, cause there is a continuity in wrestling. Uh-huh. Okay. And, um, dudes who are no longer friends are friends in this app. Okay. And it was very concerning to my older son who was like, what do you mean? Enzo and Cass aren't friends anymore. And I'm like, it's. It's a, it's a video game and it's old and they're not going to patch that. Yeah. I'm just going to let it go. And he's like, well, I'm just, I'm not going to use them together because yeah. that's just not the story. And I'm like, okay, if you really are going to be that concerned, that's fine. <laughs> um, but you know, whatever it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a thing. Yeah. The best thing I played was freaking Slime Rancher. <laughs> now let me, let me paint a picture for you because okay. you have an Xbox and I believe you yes. have Xbox Live Gold. So you yes. may actually... You have access to this game, and I think you might enjoy it. Okay. Basically, you play as a lady named Beatrix LeBeau, who is stranded on an alien planet, on purpose, mind you. <laughs> okay. And you are a slime rancher. You It is a first-person game, so you will need your C-bands. Right. Um, and the idea is you roll around, that you are creating a slime farm. Now, these slimes, okay. um, and they're all different colors, there's like a tabby one that looks like a cat, and there's a honey one that looks like a drop of honey, and there's a pink one, etc. That's literally just called pink slime. You feed them food, uh-huh. and they drop plorts. Okay. And and you pick up the plorts, and you put them in a plort dispenser, and you get money that you can use to upgrade your cages, etc. Okay. And different different slimes eat different things, so you can have a farm that grows carrots or that grows berries or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the if you get gre- and these different slimes are like different color combinations, and if you get greedy, <laughs> eventually they turn into tar, which okay. is bad because it eats slimes and will just destroy your whole farm. <laughs> um, and everything's adorable. Um, and it's super interesting. I think yeah. it's fun. You know, you get money. So there are two modes in this game. There's no story, really. There's uh-huh. one that's like an endless mode that you just play forever. Yeah. And you can explore. It's this big old world. Or, and this is what I think is actually cool, there is a five-day challenge. Uh-huh. Where you kind of keep up with your score of who can make the most money in five days. Okay. Because you have to sleep. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's kind of like, it's got like a Stardew Valley kind of thing going. Yeah. Where instead of crops, you are feeding slimes. Okay. Um, so it is. So I recommend anybody. Um, by the time this goes up, hopefully, assuming the world didn't explode, there will be a video up on EngagedFamilyGaming.com's YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/EngagedFamilyGaming1, um, where you will find me talking about my and my my middle son played it and uh-huh. he played it for an hour 
and got to like day 14 and had no real problems. He was really enjoying himself. Um, you're, you're in first person mode and you have like this vacuum gun. <laughs> okay. So like you suck up all the slimes and then you shoot them out. Um, this is just, it, it, it should not work. It should not be any fun. It shouldn't be. Um, I thought it looked cute. It was a game on Games for Gold that was rated E for everyone. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm in. Yeah. So Literally, I'm in. So is and there any point to growing the slimes besides growing them? Do you sell them or? No, no, no. They give you, so different slimes, uh-huh. um, eventually you replace them with different slimes from the environment. Okay. Um, because different slimes produce different color plorts. And okay. you actually have, there's a marketplace that's basically like this big old vending machine. It's like uh-huh. a reverse vending machine where every day you wake up and it actually will tell you um, if the market on a different color of plort has increased or oh, decreased. Okay. So like, and some of them swing like big time. You yeah. know, I saw one that was like every plort was worth like 50 bucks. Uh-huh. And then the next day it was like every plort is worth 25 because the market crashed. Uh-huh. And so yeah, you, uh, you like hold on to them. Kind of like the turnips, the turnip yeah. market and Animal Crossing. Exactly. Yeah. It felt very like Animal Crossing, um, you know, Stardew Valley, stuff like that. You can trade things with other, with these fictional characters. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's neat. Uh, okay. I, I think anyone with an Xbox and games with gold, it's free, so I think everybody should download it at least. Yeah. Um, but I think this is one of those games that's stealth. Going to be really good. Like, yeah. I, I think this is going to be, towards the end of the year, one of those games that is like, you know, it's not going to be anybody's game of the year list. Yeah. But I think everybody who touches it is going to remember it fondly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it does sound interesting. I'm going to have yeah, to check cute. it out. It's yeah. cute. I think uh, your daughter would like it. Okay. Yeah, that's good to know. Because um, my daughter digs it, too. Cool. Yeah. She doesn't want to play. She just wants to, like, tell us what to do. Right. <laughs> We got into a conversation. I don't remember what it was. So, uh, so Anna and Isaac have basically—they're basically done playing Final Fantasy fifteen. So now they're playing they gonna, Final Fantasy ten. Are they going to play? Oh, they're wait. Hold on. Bear with me on this Final Fantasy ten thing. I want to ask you. Okay. Are they play, is, is she? Is he? Did he do the comrades thing? I have no idea. The, I don't even know what that is. Because Final ask. Fantasy. Oh, did he buy the DLC packs? Does he I, do have the no DLC? I have no idea. I have no idea. In DLC, there are four DLCs, one for each of the bros. Right. But then there's a fourth one that is a, a multiplayer one where you create your own dude. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if he did that one That feels not. like something that, that uh, Anna would be down with. Yeah. Because then she could make her. Yeah. Because you can make uh, a girl. Yeah. To my understanding. Then she could make her. Right. And then run around with Noct and all that. <laughs> yes, that sounds that. like Anna.game. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have Isaac make all the voices to talk back to her. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure that he just is really tired of doing it at this point because she does it when they're not playing the game. Okay. Like so now Noct, they're playing my... Yeah, Noct oh. was on rides with us at Disneyland. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So he's yeah. got to sound like a real emo Japanese guy? <laughs> yeah. At least, At least they play it with English dub. Right, because right. like, could you imagine how bad it would be if she knew that Noctis is actually Japanese, right? And he had to just make you know like learn Japanese to communicate with her as her right. imaginary friend. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, but the thing that's funny, and I don't, I don't know if this came from Final Fantasy or whatever it came from, but she she's got something about, like, she's saying that the, the people in the game, like, going to the bathroom or whatever. And I don't know how that conversation started, but she was sort of, you know, I caught the end of it as they were coming uh, to the table for dinner. And I said, you know what? There is a game where you have to make people go to the bathroom and they sleep and you make them go to work and you make them eat. And she was like, that doesn't sound like a good game. I'm like, I know. It never sounds like a good game until you play it. And of course, I'm talking about The Sims. Uh, but it's really funny that I was able to throw that at her. And she thinks The Sims sound boring. But I don't think you she's... You tried, even... didn't you? <laughs> she, uh, she's not quite old enough to try it yet. Um, so, but anyhow. Um, so they're playing Final Fantasy X. Tell yes. me of this. Because Final Fantasy X is, as been documented, my favorite Final Fantasy game. Right. Yes. Uh, so... I don't know how, how far they are in it. Um, Anna's liking it. Um, she uh, she hasn't latched on to the characters as much as she did the Final Fantasy fifteen ones, but they haven't been playing it um, yeah. that long yet. So um, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she talks about it a little bit, you know, but you know, not a lot. But like I said, they haven't been playing it very much. She's a lot of what what she's talking to Isaac about is she's a little. She gets a little confused about the relationships between the characters, and she sort of has to have him, um, uh, you know, tell her sort of which is the bad guy, quote-unquote, and the good guys and all that kind of stuff. So I hear that conversation happening, but um, as far as that, that's as far as they've gotten, at least that, that I know of. So, anyhow. That's uh, that game, that the discussion of who's a bad guy and who's yeah. a good guy is going gonna, gonna to change a lot. Yeah. Change a lot. Depends on whether or not he's giving her spoilers right now. Yeah. I don't think so. there's some guys that are that are that are not bad guys initially, but they are bad guys. I don't know how if he's giving her spoilers. Yeah. Well she keeps but. asking because she knows that he has played that game. Like when they were playing Final Fantasy fifteen, it was kind of more like lots of stuff that they were playing were things that Isaac hadn't played before, like some of the extra dungeons and things like that. Yeah. So she really felt like they were just playing together. But she knows that Isaac has played Final Fantasy X in entirety before, so she's been asking things. I don't know how much information he's been giving her, but she's constantly asking him sort of what's going on. Yeah. So, anyhow. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm for it. Uh, please <laughs> keep me updated on the Final Fantasy X uh, exploration. Yes. Cool. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, all right. So, did you have anything else that you were playing? No, that was pretty much it. That's taken up a lot of my time. Um, yeah. I am, uh, the other thing that I'm playing is Final Cut Pro 7. That's, okay. uh, that's the game that I'm playing. <laughs> Learning Final Cut Pro. Um, and it, it's easier than I thought it would be, and yet harder all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll get there. I'll get there one day. Yeah. Like, video editing software, I think, is really sort of, um, uh... What do I want to say? Overwhelming when you jump into it, but once you sort of learn the core things, it gets to be a little easier. Um, yeah. So that's that's what I'm learning. I learn. I my big practice was I learned how to split up. I split up three hours worth of Overwatch footage into individual matches. That was cool. my uh, big thing that I wanted to. So I started practice by doing that, and you know, so I I, I did a voiceover. You can see that on my uh, parents' perspective on Destiny Two. 
which is up on my current YouTube channel. Um, and, you know, so I'm just learning, like, one little thing at a time, getting really yeah. fluent. Um, I learned a lot about how to manipulate the timeline and stuff while I was uh, breaking that up. So it was very cool. Anybody that's interested in getting into, into video editing, it looks terrifying. It's not as hard <laughs> as it looks. Yeah. Learn by doing. Um, the same thing with audio editing, I am certain. Yes. I'm sure it's not nearly as terrifying as it looks when you're looking at all, like, the wacky squiggles and everything. <laughs> right. Yes. Um Okay, then, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or any other feedback, you can send an email to gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at gamingwithmoms. Since Regina's not here, I'm going to talk about the Geek Embassy, how it affects me, and that we are getting ready to record the second episode of the Geek Embassy Watches Game of Thrones. We'll be recording that next week, talking about episodes three, four, and 5, uh, with myself and Regina and uh, Isabella from the Geek Embassy. So look forward to that. Uh, I, Regina, it's funny. Uh, when we were recording our, our last episode, like Regina's like, okay, you know, we're going to stop. And then, you know, we sort of chatting afterwards. We got into this really in-depth, long discussion <laughs> about one of the characters. And she's like, man, I'm, I don't know why I hit stop. So Anyhow, tried to, we tried to keep it to an hour. That's how I, it works. Yeah, I don't know how we're going. It's that. It's oh, there's gonna, no way it's you guys. Yeah. That's crazy talk. Yeah, that is crazy talk. You guys keep Game of Thrones discussions unfettered yeah. to an hour. That's insanity. That's like, come on. Yeah, and we got three episodes to talk about too. Yeah, so. exactly. There's no way you guys should yeah. just throw away the stopwatch if she wants <laughs> to divide it up. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's so that's coming up. So Stephen is editor and founder of EngagedFamilyGaming.com. What's going on, Stephen? Man, um, you know stuff. We're you know our podcast is nearing a hundred episodes. Nice, which is a pretty big deal. Um, our YouTube channel is slowly growing. We're learning. Our giveaway is done, but we have another one coming very soon. Okay. Um, we went to E3. You might remember mm-hmm. about a month ago. Uh, a little bit more than that, actually. And we came home with a giant box of stuff. Right. That we are going to be dividing up into care packages and giving them away to our readers. Um, and uh, so keep your eye on that if you want E3 swag, because it's T-shirts and playing cards and cool stuff. Trust me, we're not just throwing you our garbage. This is neat <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Um, and some of them, uh, one of the items that will be a its own little thing is a very awesome art book for a JRPG that is coming from uh, Steam. Mm. which um, we worked very hard to get, and uh, it's super awesome. So if you like art, you're going to want to keep an eye on that. Uh, So, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're just kind of coasting through, enjoying stuff. Just follow us on our various social media channels because um, things are getting exciting. Cool. And they're only going to get more exciting. Awesome. All right, well, I think that wraps it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening once again, and we will be back with you next week. Bye.